The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation. I swear, <laughs> it's been a few. Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. I am Raider Greg, your host of the longest-running professional sports podcast in history. It's the Raider podcast, folks. That's what I'm saying. So without further ado, on today's show, we will have... Allegiant Stadium. Been there. Gonna talk about it. Talk doesn't know justice, but anyhow. We gotta hit the offensive line, which everyone is doubting severely. I think that they're severely incorrect. We're gonna talk about the defense and Gus Bradley and what we have set up for this season. And then we'll hit the bone line, which is kind of funny because it's stretched over many, many weeks that I didn't do a show. So uh, that'll be fun too. Welcome back. Ha <laughs> ha! I love it! First, let me describe Allegiant Stadium. Now, I went to Allegiant Stadium to see Garth Brooks with my wife. It was a great show. And if you went, you know it. And if you didn't, well, you should have been there because it was off of the hook. But I sat with my very good friend Randy, uh, Raider Randy Seats. Um, amazing seats, actually. But the stadium <laughs> is breathtaking, man. And I'll tell you this. If anyone was concerned about the volume in there being an advantage, well, you have nothing to worry about. Now, I don't know about if they open those doors. That'll change the sound dynamics. But with the door closed, let me just say this. uh, The Raider Nation will be heard like never before. It is a great advantage. For the first time, I think, the yells and the screams that we gave in Oakland will actually make a big difference, a much bigger difference in this venue. It's a beautiful place. I mean, they've got some growing pains. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Like any place that opens up, I mean... I could go on about issues, but they'll get it figured out. And it'll be amazing. And they've got some really, really amazing things going on in the city of Las Vegas for the Raider Nation. Let me say that too. There'll be all kinds of nifty uh, pluses when you're staying in hotels. They're going to give you a shuttle to and from the venue, which is a great thing. You might be able to walk if you're close enough. Um, We stayed at the M which is a fantastic facility. It is amazing. It is off the strip. Now, if you want to be in the chaos, I mean, that's good too. But if you want to be away from the chaos and close to the Raider trading facility, which, and and I got to tell you, that's where the players are staying, um, is at the M. Because it's right there by the facility. So anyone from out of town that hasn't established a residence, that's where they're going to be staying for the training camp until they get their family. and th- It's going to be family there too. It's going to be just like they did in Napa. Exactly the same thing, but they're at the M Hotel. It's a great facility. And if you're going to go to Vegas for a game, trust me, this is the place you want to stay. <laughs> the staff is amazing and they do their very best to make you comfortable and happy. Trust me, it's a great property. And if you're going to spend your money, 
And you don't want to be in the insanity, or if you want to be, you better be downtown in the action. Uh, but you're not far from the action at the M. And the other thing that's nice is it's a local casino, so the prices are much better than downtown. Check it out, the M. It works. Well, let's get into the meat of this season, which is the offensive line. Without the offensive line, you know, we're going nowhere. Last year, we had some issues in this department. Uh, it was a struggle last year for many reasons. I'm just going to discount that whole season uh, because a lot of the fresh young players got uh, screwed out of some time. I just don't think it was a real good example of NFL football myself. So there are two big issues facing the Las Vegas Raiders for the 2021 season, which is the offensive line, also the defense. We'll hit the defense a little later. But the O-line, uh, since we got rid of pretty much everyone, everyone who costed money. You know, Gabe Jackson, which was arguably one of the best players at his position. Um, but then again, you know, we have we have to move on. We can't do much about that. I don't think our offensive line was that good. Uh, I think that they were okay. Um, we dealt with some injuries. I mean, there were a couple getting long in the tooth, and they cost a lot of money. I think it was a smart move for the Raiders to revamp them and bring back, like, Richie Incognito. He's an old dude, and I don't know if he'll make it through the season, but his experience and attitude really brings uh, a lot of knowledge and... Um, that's the kind of offensive lineman you really want. You want a mean guy. <laughs> and he's pretty mean. And he's teaching Colton Miller, Denzel Good, Andre James. I mean, there's a lot that he can do with Brandon Parker, Lester Cotton Sr. So I, I'm just talking about our offensive line. We got some new, we got Alex Leatherwood, first draft in this year's draft. And at first, of course, like everyone else, I was like, what? Well, then you look at the guy and you listen, you look at his film, and then... And speaking of film right now, I'm going to stop the freaking presses because Raider Films and Carl, who does them, if you don't hit him up on YouTube and check out his observations of our team, then you're missing out because Raider Films is the freaking bomb. And if I was going to do something like that, that's exactly how it would go down. So check him out. Um, he is really very, it's very well done. So I would do that. Please go to his uh, YouTube and check him out. So let's talk about these, uh, <laughs> the uh, offensive line. We have a lot of fresh bodies. Um, so I said, Alex Leatherwood, we need him. He is a mean, aggressive player. And if you look at him in Alabama, uh, his film shows exactly what he is. He's a, a road grader and a mover. He can pull. Uh, he's a great offensive lineman. If he learns quickly, which I think he'll pick up, um, his feet are great. His arms are good. I mean, there's a couple things that he needs to learn. But, man, uh, what a specimen of a player. Really good. Now, Nick Martin is a player we got uh, in a trade. or I think we got him in free agency. Yeah, he's a center was for the Texans. And he's a beast. He was a great center. He played every game, and he did a fantastic job. But um, it's interesting to see, well, Jimmy Morrissey is another guy we got, Parkin Enger and 
DeVry Hamilton. So we picked up a couple guys. Uh, the interesting thing, I think, about this is Nick Martin, who started every game uh, with the Houston Texans. Um, like I said, he was a really good starter and he did a really good job. But at the same time, Andre has come along and came right in <laughs> like there was no skip beat. Andre James did such a great job at center that I think he's going to have a chance to keep that job. Even though they got a free agent for him, um, I think that's going to be a huge position battle. And we're really lucky to have two guys that could play center. Andre can play multiple positions. So I think the flexibility we have in our offensive line is going to be an advantage to the Raiders this year. There's a lot of poo-poo about how we lost these great players, but I really think for sure uh, after the preseason, maybe the first quarter of the year, they'll struggle a little. But I think there's going to be a lot of growth, and there already has been. Man, Denzel Good has done a great job. I mean, look at these guys that are coming in behind him. John Simpson. Um, now, Lester Cotton Sr. also came from the Alabama program. So there's a lot of familiarity here with these players. And they played in college, which really means a lot. And I'm having a, I have a lot of positive feelings for this offensive line. I think they're going to be better than people think, especially in the run game. I mean... Uh, Derek Carr might have to run a little bit, and he better be ready to do that because he's got a new line, at least for the first quarter of the season. He better get out of the pocket and not dilly-dabble around like he has in the past. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, so he has to learn how to play with this new offensive line, which means he needs to move and get out of the way if things fall apart. So that's one of the situations we got going on here. The quarterback has to be ready for the line as well. You can't just say, well, it's the line's fault that he got or fumbled the ball. No, because that's his M.O. Sometimes he just holds on to the ball too long. And, you know, with this fresh offensive line, he's going to have to move around. So they're going to have to move the pocket at least the first part of the season. This is what I think. So that it gives the offensive line a little opportunity to gel, at least the first four games. Brandon Parker and John Simpson were thrown in when there were injuries, and they played just as well as the first-string guys. We saw it happen. I was amazed at those games because of the way our offensive line played. I think they're much improved. Uh, I think the play calling from the center is going to be just fine. Um, I'm not worried about our offensive line. Like I said, they'll need the first quarter of the season, I think, to gel, just like the defense will be. But I have great, great anticipation, especially for the run game for the Raiders with our new with our new running back. Um, I think the sky's the limit for our run game this year. We're going to really kick it up another notch. I think uh, Jacobs was injured last year. We really didn't have that number two runner like we have this year. Our whole team is going to change that way. But I don't think the offense is going to lose too much of a stride. I think they're going to keep going and keep putting up points. Um, but the team's going to need a couple games to get used to each other. I think our offensive line's going to be just fine. Matter of fact, I think it's going to be better than it was. And I think all the pundits 
Um, well, you know what I think they can do. <laughs> and that is all I have to say about that. All right. Defense. Defense. Gus Bradley is going to handle the business for the Las Vegas Raiders. Everybody right now has dreams, don't they, guys? All right, everybody in the NFL, I have a dream of making it in the NFL. I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into fucking nightmares. You guys with me on that? You got to end somebody's dream. You got to take their job. You got to take their heart. Are you guys clear about this NFL shit now? We're not trying to go to the Peach Bowl. We're not trying to go to the Gator Bowl or the Blue Bonnet Bowl. We're trying to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. If you can see, and if you've got eyes to see and ears to hear, trust me, Gus Bradley has got the players he needs to put together a really solid defense. You know, we haven't had all the talent on defense because it hasn't been brought here. And that's for a very long time. And we all know that. But we have players that took a step back in the 2020 debacle, which is COVID, and everybody understands that for our team, where we are, uh, was a crucial loss of time for that whole group of players. And on top of that, they were playing for Paula Gunther, which defensive scheme looked like a phone book. So I think Gus Bradley, which is a great personnel man, he's a great defensive coordinator, he brought together a great staff to make this defense come to freaking life for a change. Rob Marinelli, the defensive line coach, will have so much more, so much more um, pop in his line because of the secondary's responsibilities changing and the secondary players changing and Ron, Ron Millis or Milas, I guess you could call his name as a defensive back coach for 21 years don't tell me he's not going to bring some knowledge to Abrams and the young players on our defense because our defense is going to be the thing that's going to win games for the Las Vegas Raiders this season now, with the additions of Casey Hayward and Ngongwe. Ngongwe! <laughs> Yannick. <laughs> you guys knew I was going to have trouble with this name. Yannick Ngongwe. And Trayvon Morig, which was the best pick of defensive back in last year's draft. The guy as a ball hawk will be great. Cleland Farrell improved last season. I know the Farrell cat. I've told you guys about this guy. But I think his Farrell days are over. In Gus Bradley's defense, Cleland Farrell and Max Crosby are going to be beasts. And Nagagwe is going to be a beast as well because his, his advantage is speed. Okay, He's a speed rusher. Cleveland Farrell is a bull rusher, more the case. They could switch those guys back and forth, keeping them fresh all game. Max is just a machine. Trayvon Mullen was very good last year. John, Jonathan Abram was trying to make up for Joyner's screw-ups. And Damon Arnett needs to learn. Okay, because Damon Arnett has the speed to catch up and catch people all over the field. He's got 
I'm telling you, he's got line-to-line speed. Crazy. But I think all these players have just needed guidance, coaching. I mean, this is what our defense has needed from the get-go. Paula was a disaster. And his defense was a disaster because the defensive uh, playbook was as thick as Gruden's offensive playbook. Shouldn't be that way. You got to let the players play, as they say. And I think this is what Gus Bradley's going to do, but he's going to give guys less responsibility. And just like, I hate to even bring it up, Bella cheats, do your freaking job. And that's what the problem was last season. Players were trying to overcome other players not being in position. And it was a disaster. Um, even though you want to call it a winning or a an okay season, it wasn't okay for me. It wasn't okay for the rest of the Raider Nation. Well, hell no, it wasn't. But the defense going to have a challenge the very first game. You know, our first game's going to be um, of really tough, but this is what this is what football is about. This is what the beginning of the season is all about. I mean, um, Lamar Jackson is coming to town, <laughs> and it's going to be all hands on deck for every kind of run. Let alone, you know, Lamar Jackson's going to try to throw the ball because that's what they, they cap him on. So Raiders got their hands full. But that's what I'm talking about learning. It's a great learning experience. They got to get this done. And we'll see if the Raiders' offense can, can do it. Because the Raiders' offense got to keep up with the Ravens' offense. Okay? And I think it can totally happen. Okay, but don't get me wrong. The first four games, like I have said for this whole show, is going to be a learning experience for our football team, especially the defense, which has to learn a different scheme. And, you know, the good thing is the new guys are learning his scheme for the first time. That's a good thing. So we will see this defense improve massively. I expect to see a huge difference in the way players are positioned. Just watch how the rotations. Now, Gus Bradley is also not a big um, blitz guy. He's not a big blitz man. He always he doesn't always blitz on third and long. Uh, that's not his mo. His mo is more like uh, blitzing on second and six or second and four. I mean, those are the kind of blitz packages he uses. And he also doesn't keep the same. Um, he's a very smart defensive coordinator. He really does pick the offense apart. And we shall see that at the beginning of the season because it'll be a scheme that we'll see a difference in. The players will play better because you won't see him taking the wrong position on the field. It's a, it's a crazy thing to note that one coach can make such a big difference in these players. But I expect our defensive line to improve leaps and bounds just because our defensive backs will be in position to cause the quarterback to hold the ball just a second longer. 
This is the deal with the defense. We've all seen it. We saw it last season with Joyner. Oh, gosh, please. And Harris. Oh, please. Thank goodness we won't see that anymore. They were both out of position so many times. And Arnett, because he's a young guy, was so bad. He backed up on a third and two. He'd back up 12 yards. Of course, they're going to get the play. This is the stuff that this new coaching staff is going to repair quickly. This won't happen or these players won't be here. But I do believe solidly that our defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, has everything he needs to make this defense twice as good as it was last year, if not three times better, because it was crappy last year. And it should be a competitive defense this year, and I expect by the end of the year for it to be extremely competitive, like right there. And if this defense can grow, like the offense has to grow, um, I and an extra game, we got 17 games, folks, that adds an extra game to us and a better possibility of getting into the tournament. I got a lot of hopes for the Raiders. I know there's a lot to lot to learn, a lot to go through. It's just the beginning. We're starting training camp. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But keep your eye on these positions. Look at these players. I think you're going to see a big difference this year. I think I'm really positive about the offensive line and certainly very positive about the defense. I think Gus Bradley's going to have these guys ripped into shape by game one, and we'll take our bruises, see how it goes. Because the next game, game two is the Steelers. <laughs> so, you know, this is learning. This is the deal. This is the process. The Raiders have to go through it. There's no doubt about it. And I think that we're going to come out very well on the other side. And I don't think it's going to be that big of a growing pain. And that is all I have to say about that. It's time. It's time for the bone line. <laughs> time for you guys. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. It's still open. It's still ready. Get on it, Raider Nation. So on our first call from this, this, uh, this is kind of how we're going to roll. <laughs> since I haven't been going since May. So we're going to just go through these calls uh, because it's time. Raider Trevor from New Mexico starts our show. What is happening, my brother? Greg! What's up, Raider Nation? This is, uh, this is Raider Trevor uh, calling from Farmington, New Mexico, and I just wanted to call and say thank you, Greg, for this new podcast here in May. Uh, and just being optimistic about the draft. I've been so down on the Raiders and just, like, looking more forward to my fantasy team than watching the season. So uh, listening to too much Colin Cowherd instead of, uh, instead of the Raider Nation podcast. So I'm, I'm happy that you're back. And uh, uh, other than that, I just wanted to ask the Raider Nation, if anyone wants to shout me out during their call and just let me know, uh, I strayed away from my family, and, and they're all Chiefs fans. They're from Missouri, and uh, I'm the only Raider fan in, in the fam. So uh, now I have three kids of my own, uh, two years old, and then the other two are three months. They're twin, boy, girl. And uh, 
just wanted some advice on how to raise a proper football fan so that they uh, so that they become Raider fans as well. I don't want them to stray against me. So uh, if anybody has any tips or advice, that would be sweet. You as well, Greg. I appreciate all that you guys do. And go Raiders! First, thank you for the call, my good brother. And what a great thing, man. You are the only one in your family as a Raider. I love it. <laughs> you will bring the silver and black to life every game they play. Now listen, raising kids at the silver and black in their blood is not too difficult. You just have to keep it there. You have to be a solid Raider fan like you are. Show the team, show everything. I was blessed that I could bring my kids to the game. And if you really want to do a solid, you take your kids to a game. doesn't have to be in Vegas. It could be anywhere. But you take your children to a football game and let them see the Raider Nation, it's over, bro. <laughs> it's completely over. They will be silver and black. That's my advice. Um, but you just don't let them buy Chiefs crap for your kids. You take that stuff before your kids get it, it's out. <laughs> just tell them not to waste their money bro love the call appreciate it brother call again and our next caller you don't need me to introduce him but i'm going to anyway the prez is in the house what is happening my good brother Raider nation this is the prayers calling in we got a chance to see our schedule release and um I got a chance to visit Las Vegas last week. It was a very nice uh, stadium tour, stadium art, very nice, impressive. But just like many people who discovered the other day, pretty much not going to be able to afford to get at it. It's just way too pricey to go, but who knows? Um, and the rest been paying $800, $795, $900 for top of the line of no deep seats. And it might be for you. Um, schedule, I was um, thinking that some of the games would probably be stressed out. I was hoping to catch the, uh, the Cowboys game. Only if they didn't play Thanksgiving because I have to work Thanksgiving. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to see you. Other than that, um, I guess we'll see you in a few months when we have the preseason to we got on the field to kind of practice we have for this year. Optimistic, but realistic, though. We have a lot of newbies on there, and we have a very brutal, tough schedule. So um, I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens. I can't make any predictions, and I don't want to start up a season saying anything negative because of the week finals, but then you find out what you got. So uh, let's see. Hope it all works out. Tough, brutal schedule. Wow. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is the prayers. Out. First, I got to thank you for calling. Uh, second, um, the stadium is amazing. It's humongous. And you can just see all the way up to the ceiling where those nosebleed seats are. There's really not a bad seat in the house. You'll see. Bring some uh, binoculars. But yeah, the price is restrictive. Uh, because it's brand new. Because it's Vegas. I mean, it'd probably be restricted for a while. But I think it'll settle down over time and tickets will become a little more reasonable. But yeah, you couldn't take your children to see a game 
at the new stadium. No, at Allegiant, you got to have serious money. I mean, when I was there, one cocktail was 30 bucks. A beer is 20 bucks. So be ready to spend that kind of money. And you have to be, because that's what it takes to build a, a stadium, a state-of-the-art, just like it is. I mean, it's it's going to be there for a long time, let's hope. And, you know, <laughs> it's beautiful. But they got to pay for it. Uh, I can't afford those games either. I'm not going to go to a game in Las Vegas this season. I might go to one of those away games. You know, Denver, Kansas City, uh, the San Diego, which is in L.A. here. But I might go to a game that's away because it's actually way cheaper to go to an away game with the flight and the hotel and the stay and everything as opposed to going to Las Vegas, at least for me. Um, But, hey, man, if you can get tickets at a great deal, man, I would jump on it. It's an amazing stadium. And if you can go to a game, man, I'm I'm here to tell you, if you can get a ticket, take a ticket and put your ass in a seat. Because it is well worth going in there to support the Raiders. The last thing I want to see is a bunch of freaking yellow towels or any red towel, any of that crap happening in our house. Great call. Thank you, bro. And our next caller is Sleepless in Korea. <laughs> I love that handle, bro. What do you got for us, my good Raider brother? What's up, Raider Nation? What's up, Raider Craig? Well, the schedule came out uh, a couple days a couple days ago now, and um, I'm happy to say I have my PSLs. I have my season tickets for uh, for our Las Vegas Raiders upcoming season. And uh, before I forget, this is Sleepless in Korea. Uh, I've had that name for oh, about 10 years now, man, back when I was stationed in Korea. Uh, your podcast, man, really helped me get through uh, that year of deployment. And uh, it was great, man, just to be able to talk Raiders. Uh, back to the schedule, though, uh, I'm pretty happy with it overall. I'm not too upset about it. Um, we got just out of one primetime game. If you notice, we didn't get a Thursday night game. I guess they're going to include that, our Thursday night game, as the game against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I think it's bullshit. I think they should get one more primetime game. Um, but fuck it. It is what it is. I also think it's bullshit that they fucking have us going to Kansas City again in December. Uh, they <laughs> fucking schedulers, man. I swear to God. But I think that's the only complaint I have. Their bye week is in week eight. Not too mad about that. And at least this year, they don't close out the season on the road as they have in the past, what, three, four seasons now? So they at least get to close it out at home in Vegas, which is a great thing because fans will be there. And uh, hopefully that'll be a division-clinching win, if not at least a playoff berth win. Uh, depending on how we do with the remainder of the season. But overall, I'd say my prediction for the team would be at worst, 5-12 and 12 at best, depending on health and all that. And if they get Rodgers, I would say we have a possibility of going 11-6, and 6, maybe even 12-5. and 5. But uh, let me know what you think. Keep up the podcast, man. Love you guys. Bye. Well, first, congratulations on your seats, man. That's a big commitment, and congratulations, because you're going to have a great season. You're going to have a great time. If you're close enough to drive there, God bless you, man, because that is a cool, cool, beautiful place to see a game. 
Now the schedule. Uh, I think the first part of the schedule for us is tough. Uh, we do have some tough opponents, but it's the NFL. No one's easy. It's like not we're not going to have an easy game. They're they're never an easy game. Even when you look at the schedule and you see, oh, we're going to play the Browns and they are a losing season. Crap, they come and beat the Raiders. There's no way you can say a team is a pushover, I don't think. Not in this NFL. Not these days. So we have a lot of growing pains, got a lot going on. My prediction is eight wins. I mean, I think minimum seven wins. But eight wins, maybe ten wins. Ten wins if we crack it early. I mean, if we get going early and we can start running the ball I think we could do a 10-win season with this schedule. But, you know, <laughs> we have to see what happens. It's really early, super early for our team. Um, it takes time to gel. I have said this a million times. Uh, we start keeping these players and not getting rid of them. Uh, we start finding the chemistry and the good scheme that works well that we won't have to get rid of players every year. We can build instead of dismantling and building. So, yeah, I think we got a good chance to be good. We'll see. We'll see early, that's for sure. And our next caller, the man. The Raider disciple has decided to shine his wisdom on us today. What is happening, my brother? He's from Orange County, by the way, behind the Orange Curtain. Great nation, brothers and sisters. This is the Raider Disciple out here in Orange County, California. So I was listening to the last episode uh, that you guys put out there, Greg and uh, Landy. We appreciate that. And uh, there's a lot of complaints about uh, what has happened with John Gruden and his tenure uh, the second time around with the team. Now, this is just my theory. Nobody said this to me. This is just me sitting back the last three years watching. He has dismantled this team due to the fact that I mean, you look at Mack, you look at Cooper, you look at Rodney Hudson uh, as of late, and a few other people that have been cornerstones of the teams. He's dismantled that team due to the fact because he did not draft these players. And he had something in his ego, and you know the guy's a big egomaniac, that he took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he won the Super Bowl, uh, he took that team that was Tony Dungy's team. And you know he hears the noise. Out here on 7:10 a.m., Los Angeles, Keyshawn Johnson is the host. He's the wide receiver on the team at that time. So he's always bringing in uh, Brooks and Jared Vicious and uh, uh, John Lynch and just a barrage of players, and they all stand by that. You took Tony Dungy's team to the Super Bowl. It was not your team. Basically, all he did was he took the playbook that he built the Raiders and gave it to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it was an easy win. I mean, they knew what we were going to do. So therefore, his ego is so bad that he's gotten rid of all these players that he did not draft, Matt Cooper, and the list goes on, to build his own team up. So what did he do this year? He disassembles the goddamn uh, offensive line. So who's left? One man standing, Derek Carr. If he fails this year, guess who's out the door? Derek Carr. Follow my drift? It's just me, Raider Disciple. I want to hear from my Raider brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Draft, eh. Talk to you guys next time.
Well, thank you for dropping the wisdom yet again. I mean, that's an interesting take. Um, yeah, we all know John's got the huge ego, but he's older now. I don't know if that's as much of a driving force. I think more of a driving force for him is that he hasn't done shit for the four seasons. I mean, we're eight and eight. That's not, that's not like he did last time. Um, and he is rebuilding our team, I guess. But for me, again, why does he have to tear everything down and start over? Why does he have to get his own players? That's a perfectly good reason. He doesn't want to have to say anybody else built this team. But really, after his first two seasons, he was doing things on his own. Because after he got rid of Cooper and uh, Khalil, uh, that was kind of the meat. Everything else was kind of just, you know, fodder. Not, not really a bunch of big names. So he's building it back up, but in the in the time that he started to now, he's gotten rid of his own players and brought more people in. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's certainly the deal. I know that he would love to have a big strapping quarterback, and Derek Carr's not that guy. But I think this could be one of his last seasons, but we just see what happens. If Derek puts up enough points that the defense can hold on, well, we're going to have some wins. Uh, Derek Carr is getting a little tired as well. Uh, I hope that he doesn't have the hold the ball and and just lay down in the pocket like has been happening in the last couple seasons. Not happy about that. Um, we shall see. But uh, there's all kinds of things that could happen. But right now... I think it's Derek's team to lose. So we'll see what happens, man. I don't know. So far. Um, so far. And our next caller is the man. It's the Chucktown Raider. <laughs> I love that one, too. What is happening, my good Raider brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy is the Chucktown Raider. How y'all doing? Hey, I got one question uh, I want to pose to y'all in the Raider Nation. And that is, is it reasonable to expect Gus Bradley to come in, turn our defense around in one season? I don't know. I mean, I seem to remember a lot of folks saying uh, or giving lots of reasons why we needed to give Paul Gunther more time turn around the defense and I, I'm just not hanging too much hope on seeing anything substantial uh, this season from the defense in spite of everything that's been done I'm hoping maybe y'all talk me off the ledge because <laughs> I sure would like to see some W's man but that's all I got this is Chuck Town Raider and I'm out well, thank you for the call, brother, and it's a good question. Uh, my answer from me would be, yes, it'll improve a lot, and it'll improve throughout the season. Uh, the first four games will make a big difference. I think after that, they'll really start to settle into their positions, and the difference between the two are, it's just simplicity. Gus Bradley's scheme is not that difficult, and he is just like in the same mindset of Belichick, which is just do your flipping job, bro. If you're on a zone, stay in your zone. 
Don't try to do someone else's job. That's when you start to lose containment and things go bad. So I'm just hoping that gets drilled into this defense because last year it was a mess with people trying to help somebody else. And that's just not how it's done. You do your job, you let the other guy fail, and so that the coaching staff can change that position or do something else. But it's not up to players to cover someone else's area unless that's what the scheme says. Um, And, you know, Paula Gunther, please, man. I mean, what an improvement. He should have been... Let me tell you, the only reason Gunther wasn't fired after that first season was because he's Gruden's friend. My fr- I hate to fire my friend because he sucked. We didn't hate you firing your friend, Gru. We blew as a defensive coordinator. And the only reason he kept his job for an additional year was that the Raiders made a move to a new state, new stadium, and the turmoil involved there. Why change defensive coordinators then? That's what I think. I think it was in the already in the works. They were working on Gus Bradley already. They couldn't come together till it did. And I think the improvement will be markedly so. So, you know, I'm going to stand on that too. I think our defense is going to be a gigantic leap forward compared to what it was last year. It was a clown show. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the Blue Grass Raider. He's in the house. What's going on, my good brother? Long time. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. Blue Grass Raider, once again, calling in. I'm going to make this really short and sweet if I can, without going on too much of a rant. <laughs> uh, the whole thing about Derek Carr. I am so sick, sick, Greg, of the media and, heck, even some of our own fan base, you know who you are, acting like he himself is the lone absolute problem. The man has gotten better over the last three years. The stats don't lie. You can look them up. The... Interception to touchdown ratio has gotten smaller. And we, you know, he's getting all this hate. He is not the problem. The defense is the problem. We have no defense. I'll say it one more time. We have no defense. If you think that Derek Carr is the problem, then you have not been watching this team. You have not been watching this team. It is not all about offense. Yeah, having a high-powered offense is great but we need the defense on the back end to clean that up. We need to be playing on all facets of the ball. That's what Raider football was and is and should be. People have seemed to have forgotten that. You know, the media sure as heck has forgotten about it, and some of our fan base has even forgotten about it. And it pains me to say that. I don't want to bully people like that. We need to come together on this, y'all. Y'all know what Raider football is. Let's go. And real quick, I don't have any opinion on the new draft class, I never do because I don't know until we see them on the field when all that gets going. But hopefully they'll turn out, they'll pan out, and our defense will hopefully show up and we'll have a defense to talk about rather than no defense. So that's my take. I'm sorry. I just had to get that off my chest. It's really starting to burn me up, Ray Greg. I hope you all have a good one. This is Bluegrass Raider, and I'm out. <laughs> 
My good brother. Great call. Great subject. Derek Carr. Yeah, he's gotten better every year, and he's going to get better because the running game's going to get better, and our team's going Listen, we haven't had a defense. You can't lose a game 38-36. Really? Honestly? And have their whole season be just like that. Lose a game 17-14. <laughs> I mean, it was all year. And that's because our defense couldn't hold a paper bag. It'll be better. It'll be much better. But Derek Carr's not the problem. There are games where he does fall down. He does fumble the ball. Yes, there are times when he could do more. Yes. But if anyone has any question, here's the thing. If Derek Carr doesn't get it done, Marcus Mariota is no joke. He played one game last year, and he showed that he's got it still. And he's got wheels as well. I'm not worried about Derek Carr. I'm not worried about our our, our quarterback. Because if, if we Derek Carr goes down for whatever reason, and this year it could happen. I don't want it to. But with a new offensive line, a new line to be trained, if he doesn't move faster than he did last year out of the pocket... Well, he's going to get hurt, and that is a shame. I don't want it to happen. But we have a very, very capable backup quarterback who can take over. And I think Gruden knows that. I think Carr knows it. So I think he's going to get smart and get out of the pocket faster. It's not Carr. He's got a bunch of people that are supposed to work together as a team, a football team, and it's it's getting but he's getting better the team's getting better so uh leave Derek Carr alone it's not just him there's a whole lot of reasons that last year was a stinker one of them was a covid and our our new players didn't get a chance to train properly but it's not Derek Carr and the defense will be better we'll see we'll all know for sure <laughs> come our first preseason game we'll see what's up love the call bro thank you and our last caller would be Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. I love this caller. Man, what a great what a great day for me. What's up, my brother? What's up, my Raider Greg brother? This is Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. Man, it's been a while. We need we need to hear your voice again, man. We need to get that podcast back on the on the air, man. I'm excited. Season's right around the corner, just stopping by, saying hi, and to uh, drop a, a few lines, right? So uh, what is on my mind, uh, I think a lot of the Raider Nation probably agreeing with me. Uh, I want to talk about real quick about a leader or, or centerpiece, Derek Carr. Um, I don't know about you guys, and I'm very stoked because it's a different D.C. Um, that I'm hearing on the microphone, on on press conference and all that, it's just you feel um, as if he's a little bit somewhat more, I don't say mature, but it, it just feels different. You know what I mean? And I think you know what I mean, where you can just hear it, uh, you can just feel it, like he's stepped up a level in, in regarding to his leadership. And that gives me punk, man, because if, if he can do that, he has bigger things. I think hopefully, you know, to have a bigger year this year than what he did last year. And, yes, I think even last year with the record we had, 
he had a uh, successful season in my eyes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited about that. Cannot wait. I'm going to try to figure out a way to get out there to Vegas, make it happen. Other than that, I just wanted to say, let's go Raiders. What's up, Raider Randy? You too, man. Appreciate all, all you guys do for us here. Once again, there's only one nation, baby, and that's the Raider Nation. I'm out. First, man, thanks for the call. And let's let, second, Derek Carr will have a great season. But like I said, he's got the first four games, he's got to watch himself seriously. And I would say maybe even more, but at least the first four until the offensive line gels a little better. So we have to watch those first four games, um, and we'll see what happens. The cool thing about Carr is he's gotten better every season. Another cool thing about our quarterback room is we have Marcus Mariota, bro. And the only game he played, he played lights out. We lost the game, but it wasn't his fault. We have no defense. Our team will play better. Uh, Carr will have more opportunities because I think our defense will take the ball this year more. Um, and we'll have more downs. I, I have high hopes for our team this year. I know but all the odds are against us, trust me. Thank you for the call, brother. I truly appreciate it, and call back soon. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Once again, I am jazzed to be back. I love the Raider Nation. I love hearing you guys. <laughs> I do so much. Um, it's been a tough last year, tough off offseason, um, trying to get back into life like the rest of the Raider Nation, but we can move about the country now, we can go to games, we can see games. What a great thing it is to be a Raider fan again. You guys be safe out there. I can't wait for this season to start. Training camp is underway. We will see in these position battles who rises to the top, folks, and we'll see a look We're going to look at our new defense, which will be excellent. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.